Yeah, buds. Yeah. You did a good thing, bud. You yeah, did. bud. Likewise, bud. <laughs> Look at the trees, Jensen. <laughs> Look at the tree. Look beyond the mountain. Welcome back, friends, to the Joe Blow Horror Show Nightclub Playground Podcast. Yes, that's yeah. that's what's going on tonight because ah, got some weight lifted off the shoulders, got to exhale a little bit here, got some pressure taken off because it is official. The summer under the umbrella has wrapped up and it was indeed the summer under the umbrella. This did not bleed into the fall or the winter for that matter. Like uh, one of those previous episodes. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I am boss tuna and I am coming at you live from the garage in central Iowa in Halloween season. Although it was 90 degrees today. What is up with that? You guys got to be just like fucking butt sweat nation down there in Louisiana, but I am joined as always, by he's a 10 out of 10. He is oh. a, a 10 out of 10. He is everybody's favorite swamp donkey. He is the square hammer to your oval-shaped <laughs> uterus. He is the knee tickler himself. He is the herbal enchanter, crocodile hunter, dragon wrangling, <laughs> IPA sipping, ranger voodoo, mad dog, motherfucking... T boy, yeah. I found out. I found out that it's my name stands for Taint Taint Boo today. I found out. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm like that. Yeah, yeah. And and you're right. It is fucking hot, hot as shit. But I'm not in Louisiana. Um, I'm I'm actually over in Jasper, Texas, digging trenches. Uh, is it it Jasper? Is it Jasper? No, it's Jasper. I think. Um, it reminds me of the the. Tom and Jerry cartoon, the first ever Tom and Jerry cartoon. Jerry's uh, Tom's name was Jasper. The lady in the cartoon was fucking yelling at him, Jasper, Jasper. No shit. Like one of the yeah. five episodes that there's like actual like words in. It's weird watching that as an adult because it's all <laughs> it's all like orchestral and sound right. effects growing up. But ah, Tibu, what brings us here is. Actually, an episode that you were not on. One of the rare episodes of Joe Blow that I didn't have, uh, you know, my tripod with. And mm-hmm. that was when we covered the craft with a very special guest. So he used to be known as the mouth from the south. He used to be known as the 
Fixie's playground fantasy ambush champion, but he's kind of getting his ass whipped by Boss Tuna in some fantasy football lately, and he's been down on his luck. But it's Trevor Jordan Blanchard. Welcome back to the show. It's only been yes, sir. I know, man. I know. It felt like just yesterday we were recording (laughs) some Resident Evil goodness. Mm-hmm. I love it. I just like the, the the main thing I remember that is when we were wrapping it up, y- you were like Oprah with those Resident Evil 1 is a 10. Resident <laughs> Evil 2 is a 10. Resident <laughs> Evil 3 is a 10. The fucking 10. Just fucking Oprah's just like, you get a 10 and you get a 10. I love it. That's I love right. It. But what brings us here is a little that that backstory. We kind of explained it on that episode. Hashtag the craft. Go check it out. We we talked about the craft, but we originally were going to cover in in up or a movie called Black Mountain Side. Uh, I don't remember why we didn't cover it. I, oh, I think you saw it already. You didn't think you saw it, and then you were like, "Oh shit, I did actually see it." But then yeah, and, and I had also seen it kind of like somewhat recently, you oh, know. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay, so so you've seen it twice then, fairly recently. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, and we got we got with us also tonight. No, nope. uh, no, nope. no, no, no. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. We don't have with us. We have inside of us. <laughs> Ricky Prejean. Okay, I just want everyone to know that whenever you get that tickle inside of your nose and you're about to sneeze, or whenever you get that itch in your butt, <laughs> I just want you to think of one thing. Mm-hmm. Because there's, you know, you get that itch, you know, someone's thinking about you, but when you get that tickle inside your butt, it's because somebody's inside of you. And he's inside of our hearts. And he's inside of our butts. <laughs> wherever else. We... <laughs> he goes all the way through your butt up to your heart. I, I yeah. Can't, I can't keep it's the quickest way to your heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is through yeah, yeah through the butt. Yeah, it's up, true. Up the butt. your heart. Sometimes it's through For your sure. mouth. If you're into that, yeah. Sometimes it's. <laughs> I am. Oh, definitely. It's through your butt. <laughs> Ricky, but, thank thank you for being our the the love in our butts tonight. Yeah, yeah. We got Anytime. Ricky Prejean. What's up, buddy? Welcome back. What's up? It's me, Rickles, aka Possum Rick. You're a possum tonight. Yeah, hey, but I, I wanted to. Make sure we just hanging in. around. Yeah, because <laughs> screaming on the porch, fucking making that face when you yeah. surprise him. He just stares at you with an open mouth, agape. Right. Little I wanted to rope Ricky into this too, though, out. because we we covered this this movie on the nightclub. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, Black Mountainside from yeah, fucking Nick Shostakovsky. We might have had an interview with the director too. Yeah, we talked to that boy for like mm-hmm. a half an hour, and it was fun. But I love, I love, yeah, I mean, it's straight up, listeners of the Joe Blow who don't know about that, we covered this shit. This movie's dope, and I'm excited to talk about it again because, yeah. yeah. So Yeah, bud. <laughs> that brings us here. And I haven't seen it in a while, so this will be fun. Yeah, that, that's what brings us around is Black Mountain Side. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Also, I'm excited because we did wrap up, as I just mentioned, the Resident Evil franchise. That was quite the undertaking. That was, what, seven movies, I think, right, Tibu? Yeah, including, bro. Including the uh, Welcome to Ra- Raccoon City. Mm-hmm. That that umbrella then blew away on the beach and got all tore up and shit. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's over with. 
that you know what I just thought city. <laughs> I just thought of uh, Trevor Jordan Blanchard. You had never seen, was it Retribution or was it Final Chapter? Did it was, you, did you uh, because I'm curious. Yeah, so I am, um, I am caught up on all of the Resident Evils except for uh, the animated one. Uh, There's no, 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 the three. the 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 new the new Raccoon City. Movie. Oh, Welcome to Raccoon City, the one that just yeah. Okay, okay, sweet. Yeah. Well, what'd you think of so, the, the final chapter? Because you 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 didn't see that when we had recorded your episode. Yes, so I've I've since listened to the episode that y'all did on it. And um, I kind of agree with with some of the things that were said on it. Uh, love like overall, I liked the movie, but um, like the the biggest ball buster in the first like two minutes of the movie is is starting out at the end of you know the world's last stand and not you know, the White House people. and not give you shit. Yeah, just Alice and I'm like, all right, big, you motherfuckers, big, big and, and look. And look, and, and my biggest, and it's hilarious because like I had watched all the other Resident Evils before this, so I restarted the whole series and watched every single one, like right before y'all would do an episode on them, except for like our episode, you know, where I had to rewatch again. So, um, you know, I went from like movie five to movie, uh, movie five to movie six, and I was pissed, and I had just swapped to like the second movie. Imagine waiting. A year or two, right? For six to come out, waiting for that to happen, going into the theater, and then the first Ooh. two minutes, they're nah. just like, "Nah, bro, where? You know what? We're not gonna pay for that." So you you're know not what's gonna funny get that. <laughs> is 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 I kind of forgot about that conversation that we had with Duncan until I was editing it, and I'm like listening to it. I'm like, I kind of it, it's just weird how it affects some people, but to me, I didn't even think of that. I was more or less kind of a little bit put off with that dragon battle scene i'm like yeah i mean i didn't even think about how five ended and how we got shafted with not seeing that so it's 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 just funny how you know certain people's brains will will react to stuff like that but hey trev did you notice did you notice the insane amount of fucking non-stop camera motion yes uh it was definitely all over the place at the Ugh. beginning of the movie, I, I felt like it did get better towards later on. Uh, I don't know what they were doing with the camera. If they were trying to add some kind of, you know, fucking environmental effect by shaking the camera a lot to make it feel more real. I'm like, mm, I don't no. know. either. No. And, and it's so weird because they don't do that at all throughout the, the whole first every movie in the franchise. None of them do it. Hashtag was- Resident Evil has camera work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so, it's hashtag somebody got a hold of the Blair Witch film right before they wrote and, and directed and, and shot this movie. Again, <laughs> no, no, I didn't really notice the shaky cam either, but I haven't seen that one yet. So if you know. haven't, it'd be weird that someone's just kind of all of a sudden, unless they're like searching this movie in particular that they haven't yeah. listened to our Resident Evil stuff. But anyways, we just wrapped up the entire Resident Evil franchise, so make sure you tune in, check that out. We also included the reboot kind of whatever, Welcome to Raccoon City, that it just came out a couple years ago in, what, 2021 or 2022? Yeah, and next year it's my fucking pick, so get ready for that franchise, you bitch. Yeah, if you guys want to know what the next franchise is, tune in Hellraiser. January February to our end-of-the-year show where... <laughs> 
Mr. 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 Tibu. Or is it Leprechaun? Oh, no. I'm just guessing. I don't know. No, look, I look forward to y'all summer review of Porky's. I really do. No, <laughs> I hope that's borderline. But anyways, yeah, that's where we'll be releasing it. So yeah, just something extra for you to look forward to. Anyways, nice. come. We are we're, we're we're in October. We are in October. We are in we're in God's month. At least mm. our gods. Yeah, goddamn we're in right. Spooky season. We're in pumpkin spice latte season. I will. I'll admit, I'm a basic bitch. I love that shit. I'm drinking my pumpkin spice flavored fucking coffee with pumpkin spice cream. I'm I'm all in. They don't I'm have that in. shit over here in Jasper for some reason. They're not ready for the pumpkins. And I'm Did you guys see that video I posted of my sick fucking Halloween setup? That's pretty. Yes, cool. I did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, can't we, we, can't wait to go up there and then have the exact same setup you have in Louisiana, like a week later. Yeah, and then I wake up that morning. Like, hey, where's all my decorations at? Yeah, exactly. And then but, I, 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 check I, out this sick setup. I, I'll leave you a couple pounds of T boys on the table, though. You know, like that might be, be a fair oh, trade. That might Trevor, be. Trevor shows up with a U-Haul. You know what's happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's your. You know, phallic shaped uh, meat sauces here, sir. <laughs> Go ahead, give me around my mouth. Anyway, <laughs> we are only Balls. a couple episodes away from episode 100. This is a huge feat. Episode 100 might not seem like a lot in a podcast. I think I actually like re- fairly recently read that like the average podcast makes it to like a dozen episodes. So yep. everybody out there listening, if you have your own podcast and you're past like 12, congratulations because you're like in you know you're you're a lot more than the average um and it is true the average penis size in america is only like five inches so if you're over yeah. five inches you're a lot more than average so um, yeah yeah uh, What's now i'm con- pissed <laughs> <laughs> hey we'll take your four and a half it just it's it's if you round up you're good to go rickles <laughs> it's all about that motion in the ocean shot oh thank god oh, i can wrap up bit- to four hi yeah dan you'll be good to go nishaya Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's to come okay so we have only a few episodes left before big episode 100 and that is going to be a special episode because i have been thinking about this i've been wanting to do this for forever for a long time and i'll tell you what i am glad that i didn't do this early on because i will tell you that my episode or my episode my list that you're going to hear on halloween is going to be I don't want to say vastly different, but it's going to be quite a bit different than what it would have been if I had done it when we started the uh, the podcast in 2017 or 2018 or whatever it has been. So might be a little hint as far as some movies. Maybe it's some classics that I had not caught up on, or maybe it's is, some newer ones. Or I don't know. You'll have to tune in and find out. Is everybody Ooh. that's here right now going to be on that episode? Yes. Plus, ooh, you know what? I was going to say plus grindhouse, but we're going to try to make something happen with, with that because he's got prior, he tried hard to make it happen, but we might have to have him record something or if he can just sneak on for a little bit or something like that, but we'll try to get him on. But yeah, it's pretty much going to be us and maybe a couple other special guests sneaking in. We'll see. I don't know. It's still up in the air, but that will be uh, releasing on Halloween or right around Halloween. I'm I'm on I'm doing like a big hunting and fishing trip so that weekend it'll be it'll be tough. But we'll see. Anyways, 
busting bucks and sucking pucks, he's going to be up there fucking doing the uh, goddamn thing. Fucking <laughs> bucks and sucking pucks. Something like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. One thing, too, I want to say <laughs> is that every time that we do the summer franchise deal, we gain a shitload of listeners. And I appreciate that, all of you new listeners coming on. But also, uh, Drunk Darius had brought it to my attention because he also has access to our socials, but we had a big influx on Facebook. So that reminded me, we haven't pimped the socials before. I hate when I listen to episodes, I hate it almost more than commercials is when people say, Hey, give me five. But seriously, it does make a big difference as far as friends and new listeners to the show, enjoying us and, and having fun uh, popping us on on their trip to work or when they're working out or whatever. So if you could, if you haven't already leave us a review, it literally takes three minutes. You're listening to this right now and you're in your car or you're on the bus and you're like, ah, fuck that. But we'd appreciate if you did take, just Hell yeah. leave us a review, five stars, Facebook. We're on Facebook. I post uh, all of our episodes on Facebook. I post news articles. Biggest thing is join the, join the, uh, the fun on discord. We have a bunch of channels on discord we play a lot of fun games as far as framed and wordle. If you want to pop in with that and play, there's a handful of us that do that as well. So uh, I've been slipping, but not because I don't like them. I just, I've been busting ass out here and I, I hop on, I say hi, but I, I just, I forget to do the goddamn games, but I'm gonna come back to the games. Yep. Um, but I second that I want, I want, I want to, I want the Joe blow discord to start popping too. pop, yeah. pop that shit, pop it like a cherry. Joe Blow Discord, email us if you have any questions. We always, if you have questions, comments, concerns, if you want us to review a certain movie, we will do it. We will do it within reason. Mm -hmm. Let us know. You know, we always say that, and it's the same thing, too, with, like, our giveaways and all that type of stuff is, you know, I know we have a lot of people listening, but everyone's like, ah, I'm not going to, you know, it's I'm not going to win or I'm not going to do this. But I promise you, if you reach out and message us and you make that effort, we will do what we can to accommodate that, whether it's give you a review or whatnot. So I'll review an episode of Barney if they want. Yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. We'll we'll be happy to uh you know to do that for you. So mm-hmm. we love the interaction. Also, we'll we're review on your terrorism manifestos, whatever. <laughs> Just send them something like that. Also, a slasher too. I think we just. I'm gonna double check here. I think we just uh almost eclipsed. Hold on, let's see. We have a lot of slasher friends. I want to say we're—I'm not going to guess—we're almost to fourteen thousand followers on Slasher App. So, God damn, hit us up on Slasher. I post all of our episodes on Slasher. I'm not very good about other stuff on there, but you can follow us on Slasher App. So, anyways, I don't know. I'm done boring you guys with all that bullshit. Everyone's in here like, "Fuck, we're twenty minutes in. You guys haven't talked about this fucking movie yet." So. And they're going to have to wait a little bit longer, too, because I, I actually fucking didn't go to the goddamn gas station tonight. I went and got some some beer for the episode that's unfortunately not related, but it's special. OK, so. OK. I mean, is that is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? I want to do it. Is that want to go? Is that what we're, where are we going? Are I want to go to I want to go to the hive again. I like when Stone Cold yells at us. Uh, you, do, you do okay so are yeah. you having one beer two beers yeah, or are you gonna have three beers or are you gonna have a shot of whiskey i'm gonna have all of boss tuna's brand new six pack tonight 
Mm. This one oh, right here. yeah. Yeah, baby. There it goes. Dude, Dude we just got flashed. Nipples and six pack. Oh, Is it Mardi Gras already? <laughs> Everybody toss them beads. Boss Tuna's way. Mm-hmm. You, you hear the that anal, knocking? The, the anal beads. I was about to hurts. say it's. He's 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 accustomed <laughs> to the anal beads being thrown at him. Yeah. That might be our next. That might be yeah, have to be our next giveaway. Is uh anal beads some gently used? Yeah. Anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'll I'll, I'll pay you money if if the if if um the Fixies Playground logo could be on like like one of the beads of the anal bead. Ooh. You know, like you put Joe Blow on the outside on on the you know the. The butt saver or whatever it is, the end that's you know too <laughs> too too big to go saver. inside of them. And, uh, butt saver, bro. What, bro? Do you do you want to lose a, a toy up your rectum? I don't think you do. No, but, no. That's the best. I don't name think ever you do. <laughs> the butt saver, the Joe Boat. It could be called yes, the Joe yes. Boat butt saver. <laughs> and then you could advertise further, you know. Podcast by just like selling them one of the beads. You add another bead. You want to be part of the Joe Blow giveaway? Send us your Aren't logo. You supposed and put to... it on a gently used bead. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to count those like before you go to bed or something, or on Sundays or something? Just what? to make sure you don't lose those beads <laughs> floating around. Yeah, you want to you make sure you don't, don't lose one. Is that that's know? a Catholic thing, right? These are You're Catholic count those? Catholic anal beads. <laughs> It'd be like a spray paint can. You jump around too much, you just hear some clicking in there and be like, oh, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hope everyone's wearing fucking earbuds right now. You just think about like our, our Fortune 500. Yeah, right. We're like Fortune 500 listeners. Maybe we do. They're sitting in their office like trading stocks and listening to fucking MLB giveaways. I love it. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. We're going to get yelled at here by fucking. Um, the the uh, uh Tech, the snake. Yeah, yeah, we're we're at the mm. hive right now, so we better fucking we better get in there. Stone Cold's gonna get all fucking butt hurt if we don't order our drinks too fast because he's bartending tonight. So that butt we'll right back. bitch needs a butt saver. A butt, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe <laughs> he forgot his butt saver, and that's why he's all sour. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. One beer. Two beers. Three beers, a shot of whiskey, a margarita, and a bloody Mary. All right. Speaking of butt savers, uh, Trevor, what do you got tonight, bud? <laughs> yeah, bud. You, you want me to, to rep or you want to get into the movie? No, no, we're, no. What's your drinking, cud? Yeah, oh shit! Or whatever you got. Well, I threw my can away until I go get me another one. I got to be the the simply lemonade. This one's a, a watermelon, Ooh, water, watermelon mix. So I'm going with the sweets, and then I also got uh, some 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 party gummies. Yeah, God, boy. So we're partying. Got to blow off some steam. I love it. So. Very nice, very nice. A simply spiked watermelon. I, 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 watermelon is an underrated alcoholic beverage flavor. I'll tell you that right now. It's, Watermelon's it's, an underrated fucking plant. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> best. You have underrated plants. Rick, I love spitting. I love spitting seeds. 
I do too. I like eating them too. Sometimes. You don't swallow. I like swallowing seed. Yeah, you swallow. I chew them and then I swallow them. It's the best. Yeah. Brickles, yeah. what do you Brickle got, buddy? So I got a little something special uh, from Left Hand Brewing. Oh sh! Fuck White call, Russian Colorado. Nitro. White Russian Nitro. Oh yes, I've had White that. White Stout with coffee and vanilla. Yep. And we are rocking. I think this month. Yeah, it's like nine percent, cut. Yep, that's it. Yeah. I've had. I've had that. Out of. I think it's out of Boulder, Colorado. Actually, I've had like nice. Pretty legit. Got it from the world market, along with some Iron Maiden beer, and uh. Yep. Got some it's fucking eleven percent right. fucking uh bourbon barrel fucking beer. I guess they fucking Ooh. brew it with bourbon or some shit. No, it's the called Dragon's Milk. Yeah. Oh, Dragon's Milk. Yep, the four pack. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I got some that. of that. That was that was all right. It was all right. Yeah, I've had it before too, and I I kind of felt the same way about it. It's strong as fuck, but but it like it was yeah. all right. Yep. Nope, Dragon's Milk's pretty good. Uh, T Bizzle, what do you got, buddy? I went out and bought a Texas beer because I'm in Texas for the fucking third time tonight. I guess I'll mention it. Um, Eleven Below Brewing out of Houston mm. put out this. Um, it's called the Rad Robot American IPA, six point six percent by volume. That alcohol level. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I, I'm not gonna front. I'm gonna take a sip real quick. Yeah, okay. it tastes bad. It tastes bad. Bad. It's, Damn. Not, okay. it's not that good, man. It's not a good IPA. It tastes you, very... You want to know why? Sure. Because there's a brewery in Texas that calls itself 11 below. So that, that'd be like a northern Minnesota brewery calling itself like the desert sand. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I Well, I, I'll, I'll take your point and I'll raise you a hell yeah because it, it, it... Hell yeah! Bloody it, it, Mary! It's... It, it, <laughs> That, he won't be screaming <laughs> eleven below. What well, no. I mean, he he is a Texas he's fucking, boy. But... What's his what's his finishing move? The fucking the stunner, stone cold stunner. stunner. Yeah, he's gonna fucking stone cold stunner that eleven below bullshit. Rattlesnake jizz. It tastes like a brewing tin. company. That's <laughs> gonna be my company. I like that. Yeah, it ta it tastes like a it. I know it's out of a can, but it really does taste tinny. It tastes like some sort of bland metal beer it's it's gonna do the job it's not good but, yeah but you know it like it's better than a bud light or whatever i'll say that but it's not it's just <laughs> i've had way better ipas from a fucking gas station so there yeah. you go i heard right. bud light can make you gay bro <laughs> yeah no I, I agree with you travis glory <laughs> holes at gas stations are awesome fuck yeah they are yeah. preparation h does feel good on the whole that's that's why that's why Back to the gay bud light. That's why I drank the Clamato one because I was worried that the regular that one wouldn't work fast enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why. That's why you need to buy one of our patent pending butt savers to prevent <laughs> that from happening. Yeah, I've already got mine inside. E email if you Damn. guys want a logo Fixie's Playground or Joe Blow or the Nightclub uh, gently used uh, butt plug. Plug. Oh, can we can we use the term? Can we also, when we market this, use the term gingerly? I just like that term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gingerly used. That sounds great. 
gingerly yeah. used. Yeah, but sometimes you sometimes some people don't want it gingerly used. I mean, you want it used, but not like amateur hour. Ah, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind so, of like a milf thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I think so. A milf named but Ginger? There's nothing yeah, I, gingerly oh. about milf. Okay. There's a movie. Before we in get there canceled. Somewhere. Before yeah. <laughs> Before we get canceled. Yeah. What? Bud Lights are gonna send me a letter. No. Check this out. I got the Joe Blow Horror Show custom nice. pint nice. glass. That is and dope. inside of it, I have a beer. Now we have one savvy listener in particular that might call me out on this if I don't preface this. This may have been in a previous episode, but it's probably been six to eight months ago. But I, I I looked back and I didn't see it. So if it was, I didn't write it down. But anyways, this has been in my fridge for a long time and I've been saving it for a very special occasion. Okay. So we've been talking a lot about aged in bourbon barrel but dude look at that fucking that king dear god dope that dear god fucking king viking yeah. barbarian yeah bro yeah he's got the fucking the the fucking the demigod antlers and shit so i'm like dude that's very relevant to what we're talking about and if at this point you're an hour in and we haven't said anything about the movie i'm sorry but if you haven't seen Black Mountain Side, you should probably go see it before we yeah. talk about it. But anyways, I so yeah, I would this agree is with a that. barbarian winter stout aged in bourbon barrels from Warrior Brewing Company. This is clocking in at a smooth fourteen point five percent. So I'm Shoo! not drunk. You're drunk. Shoo! I oh. wish I was drinking that beer. No, oh, me too. Instead of this weak ass nasty beer. Fuck you, right, 11 below. Hold your eyes as I pour. Oh, I should get it up. Look at that head. I haven't seen head that good since Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson. Look at that. God mm-hmm. damn. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift been giving that head to that boy that the internet's freaking out about. I don't even know what that's all about, but it's relevant. So so, we're tr- so, you're, so you're a Swifty is what you're telling me. Tate off Swiftler. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Let's take a sip of this here, see if I remember it. Ooh, smells uh, malty, chocolate caramel. Ooh, it's almost a little bit fruity, like a little bit raisiny. Let's give her a sip. I'm just kidding. I'm making I'm making a lot of these words up. I'm not no fucking pinky lifted fucking. A little bit butt butt savory. Is it butt savory? Because <laughs> it looks like it looks like butt fluids. Ooh. Right now. That's got some horsepower on it. That's that's like if you took a Bud Light and and cleaned your butt plugs in it. That's <laughs> that's uh, got some horsepower. Damn, you'll <laughs> get all the gunk off. Huh? <laughs> and it's about the same color there, buds. And it tastes about the same too. If I'm being as as, as Tibu says, I ain't fronting y'all. It's, it's oh. I don't know if it sat in my fridge too long because, like I said, this might be from last winter. But oh my god, I'm sweating. I laugh so hard just now. <laughs> it's fucking holy shit. Yes, it is. You see less of an, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you see less of a reaction on me if I just took a shot of uh, Jaeger right now. I'll tell you what. Oh, oh I should. I should take a shot of Jaegermeister right now for obvious. Yes, you should. Oh god. Yes, you should. It's got if the deer dot on it. I would. Okay. Do it. Okay. Yes. Oh, 
It's we got the deer by our motherfuckers. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, we all should have got Jaeger for this fucking thing. I, yeah. I got I got fireball. I just well, ate a gummy instead. Fucking fuck there you it. go. Look, Trevor. Look his eyes. Look his eyes. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I see him. Oh man, I wish I could get high right now, but I can't. I'm Why can't out. you? You a I'm little clean- bitch. I'm cleaning out. Oh yeah, damn! There's that, there's that I fucking German deer god. I am deer god. I am free. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Let it be into my throat. I don't know what no. that fucking kid rock Balls. song. Is, Balls. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Jeez. I'm not drunk. You're drunk. No, but that's seriously. a sexy looking label, though. I really like that label. It is a dope yeah, ass bro. label. It sucks that felt, the alcohol felt in it's like crap. a million bucks until I grab this bottle yeah. and I just have like. Do you guys remember yep. the first time you had a weed yep. in your mouth and that like gagging yep. reflex you had? That's yeah, what right. Yeah. You got the oh, throat yeah. free songs. Go ahead, man. Take the a throat shot. Free Go ahead. <laughs> throat take free songs. Hey, you take did, a... did you just pull out of the freezer? Yeah. Okay, good. Are you going to yeah. take a shot or a swig? What are you about to do? I mean, I've got a shot glass over here, but it probably hasn't been washed out since. Uh, take, a, take a swig, Dan. then. Dan, it's cold, though. Chase. Do you, no, do you want don't. do you want me to, to go get my fireball and do it with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I do. Here I'm supposed go. to take uh take uh my my project foreman fishing tomorrow, and this is gonna be uh interesting. This is gonna be interesting. I gotta get up. Just early. brush your teeth in the morning, cause you'll be fine. So I'm not worried about stinky breath. I'm worried about navigating my truck to the boat launch and then my boat into the lake. Did you just pull that out of your shorts because that was awesome. <laughs> it's not all I pulled out my shorts. Yeah. <laughs> no, fucking Jason's Jason X over there then pulled it out for him. He, he Jason X has never missed fucking arm day, I'll tell you that for free. Right. Well, y'all are doing that. I'm gonna go grab a fresh beer because this one's almost empty. You you do that. Four. I don't know. Me uh, too. Looks like Trevor is taking his pants off, which I don't blame him. Uh, taking a shot. Uh, of I'm getting a shot glass. Um, is that I uh, railroad. It uh, maybe it's it's a traffic sign shot glass. What's what's so, the backside say? The RX RX like the oh, railroad. Yeah, that's reading railroad for sure. RR. Yeah. Yep. It's a monopoly shot glass. Oh, I I got um. This was my grandpa's shot glass. I got after oh, nice. he passed. So it's just one of the things I grabbed from him. Don't fucking break it, but let's, I'm not. Let's I'm do not. A shot. All right, I'm pouring. We'll, we'll we'll wait for them, and we'll do this to Papa Blanchard. Fucking yeah, it. boy. Let's see if. Uh, oh, you know what? I got. Let me see this here. I might. The listeners are gonna be like, "What the fuck are they doing at the?" I Joe got Iron Maiden beer. I was gonna say we, we 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 get one episode in past our. Our fucking what do you call it? Our um, summer summer of summer summer of uh summer under the umbrella umbrella, Mm -hmm. and we're we're an hour in just off the rails. Fuck yeah, it's okay, it's okay because you know what we were like super structured. We had special guests, all that type of stuff. Like let's let's we're just you know what we took our bras off and our hit our kids Mm -hmm. are hanging out and we're just kind of just having a little fun tonight. So and we're just smacking everybody with tins. Yeah, boy. also I forgot to mention as we pour these, I got a super special oh, cigar too. Look at that. Damn, Mark. I'm jealous. So yeah. that does look dope. I like Rick that out. buffalo. 
I saw your Iron Maiden beer too, and I like that. I like that too. Thank you, bud. That's a trooper. A buffer. You're a trooper. I'm trying to troop. You're a trooper in them trenches. Uh, (laughs) A trench trooper. Yeah, boy. Bruh. Oh man, that's been so trench trench fully brutal. I feel I feel like the trench who stole Christmas right now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like trench foot Rick. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, my, boy. dude, my feet are so sore from walking in them shovel dug trenches, man. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't got no room in them bitches. <laughs> well, I don't think your feet are. What do you wear, like children size five? No, no I got big ass got feet. Flintstone feet. I got a big. He got big for feet. real hobbit yeah. feet, dude. Yeah. yeah, he for real. He for real got hobbit feet. They all flat and wide and stupid and awkward and just they're oversized for my body. I'm he looks five like foot a four. fucking duck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they were. Well, it kind of matches your oversized hat. Like his feet are as long as his legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're so slow. I'm the Toxic <laughs> Avenger, the new one. Yeah, boy. I'm so excited. Howard the, the new Toxic Avenger, man. All right, are we ready to do this so we can fucking talk about some Black Mountains and stuff. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, bud. Yeah, man. Get your, get your yeah, shot. bud. Get your shot, your swig, get your fucking butt saver. I got my butt saver fucking whiskey cigar. Oof, it's good. Mm. Cheers to you boys. Cheers to a new episode. Cheers to Papa Blanchard. Let's do it. Papa Cheers. Blanchard. Watch out for your railroads, bro. Cheers, y'all. <laughs> oh, holy Jägermeister in my mouth. Wow. Mm, wow. Cinnamon. Try it in your nose, bro. Holy Snort fuck. Snort that Jäg. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, dude, you gotta you gotta chug that Jaeger with your butt, man. Oh my butt god. Chugging. Oh man. If if I butt chug Jaeger, I'd turn into the fucking goddamn beer god. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have corn sprouting out of my cornhole. Oh hell yeah. What happens yeah, if you awesome. butt chug fireball? Oh you turn into Krampus, I guess. You I don't turn know. into Krampus. Oh <laughs> I think you become like a level twenty five Charizard. Get this goddamn this Star Wars bullshit out of this episode. I'm kidding. (laughs) What's a charge? What's a charge hard? Guys, what we're gonna do now is we're gonna we're gonna (laughs) listen to the 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 trailer for uh, Black Mountain Side. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. A week ago, we began unearthing a large object that we think is the home of a structure that goes down really far. This is the real deal, and we're looking at one of the biggest finds in the past century. The crew will be remembered mm-hmm. the greatest archaeological find possibly ever. Yeah, right. I like the sound of that. There Cheers. it is, gentlemen. Still feel like shit, eh? Yeah. Even feeling progressively worse throughout the week? Yeah. Sneaking around the outpost last night. I don't know, maybe it was an animal. For Christ's sake, that was no animal. When was the last time you slept? I'm not sure. You're hallucinating. He's here now, listening, watching. He's watching me, Jensen. I can't move without him watching me. I can't move. Calm down.
let's get into this. We are here to talk about a movie. We are going to chat with you guys. Give us our... Oh, you know what I haven't said in a while, Tibu, is welcome to the Joe Blow Horror Show where we review, rate, discuss, and break down horror movies, not horror films. When's you have time... not When's the last that? time you heard me say that? Oh, dude, I didn't oh, even think about the summer that. summer of the umbrella. Yeah. Damn, it's been a hot uh... minute. But... Let me just welcome you guys to the Joe Blow Horror Show, where we do review, rate, discuss, and break down horror movies, not horror films. I am your host, Boss Tuna, and we are here to discuss a movie. We are going to talk about the... Everybody, depending on our demographics, should remember Kmart and how they had that blue light special. So we are going to talk about the Kmart blue light special reboot version of The Thing, which we shall call tonight... <laughs> Black Mountain side. So what yeah, brings man. us? Yeah. So let's, let's, let's chat about this here. And I obviously am, and my phone is, is like half dead and I had all my apps closed out and my notes are not up to date. So uh, what is Black Mountain side? Well, Black Mountain side is a 2014 movie film, not rated clocking in at 99 minutes. What do you guys think this got on IMDb? Um, I'm gonna say this probably got like at least a 5.8, hopefully, at least that. Okay, and remember, IMDb is the user score, everybody. Uh, T Rev, we'll go a little bit higher than the 5.8, and I'm gonna go with 6.2. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with 350. (laughs) 3.5, yeah, 5.1. Oh, yeah. Rickles wins. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes what? is what? a critic based <laughs> rating. So, what percentage of critics rated this fresh? Let's go uh, again with uh, T Rev. Uh, 4.8. Nope. It's a so 48%. Oh, 48. Yeah, 48. Okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, Rickles, you're next this time. I'm going to go with <laughs> 73%. Okay, T-Boot? I was waiting for him to say about tree fitting. <laughs> uh, tree fitting. Um, 64%. 80%. Yeah! Which like makes I'm sense. Not. If you think about it. I win again. This movie makes sense with, with both of those scores and ratings. Yeah. So this was directed by a gentleman named Nick and I'm going to say he's Polish and I grew up in Northern Minnesota and we had a lot of Polacks as they called him up there. So I'm going to take a stab at his name. Stokowski. He wanted to try. Okay. Oh, fuck. My bad, man. (laughs) Well, it it doesn't help that I already said it tonight. Oh, I didn't hear you say it the first time. I heard Rickle say it. I was going to guess Stokowski. Oh, that is a cool way to say it, because then whiskey's the in whiskey. his name. Yep, that's shows badass. the whiskey. Yep. That's a, we're going to call him that tonight. Show I, had, I had a buddy. I'm I don't sorry, know if he's Cole. Be, it's all right. I don't I'm know if he's mad at me for bro. saying his <laughs> last name, but his la- I'm not going to say his first name, so you can't find him, but his last name was Najelski. And nice. it, it was about as confusing as looking at Shosta Whiskey. Or Shosta, how do you say it? Shosta Whiskey? Shows to Kisti. Okay, it looked about <laughs> as ridiculous as that, but it was Najelski. Well, so the reason I, I was, I think the reason I was so 
amped up to say it is because me and Travis had to practice saying this boy's name <laughs> yeah. before the interview. So we kept saying it and saying it. So now it's just like second nature. So Stakuski. I think I think I think I might have when I first talked to him, I think I might have still fucked it up though. I think yeah. I don't, I haven't heard that episode in forever, but yeah. It was like, it doesn't matter. Everyone, everyone. He, he's got to be used to it. it. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to tell you guys my yeah. last name, but my last name is pretty fucking weird, too. And I have hey, this man, last. We, we know a guy whose last name is uh, Shizlicky. So, yep. you know, yep. a few of those guys, actually. His last, Nick Shostakovsky's last name is a horror show. It is on its own. It, and it, it, it's <laughs> fucked up. But God bless that man. And Archons God bless is dope. That man. Yeah, man. Archons is dope. Yeah. I've never seen Archons. It's actually on my list even before I saw this. So it's it's something I will be checking out. But, you know, it's going to happen. But anyways, uh, written and directed by Nick Shostakusty. Shostakusty. <laughs> Nick Shostakusty, right? No. Yep. No. Yeah. Nick, Nick Socket to me. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Shamalama Ding Dong. Shamalama Ding Dong. Yes. Okay. Anyways, um, Black Mountain Side. This has so I, I would say that it's safe to say the actors in this movie are fairly unknown. You might know them from a few projects, but a lot of them have actually been in uh or, or were in Archons. So uh Shane Twerden was Jensen, Michael Dixon was the professor, Carl. Toftfelt, Toftfelt was Francis, hashtag Francis. Yeah. Mark Anthony Williams was Giles, uh, Robert Michael Giles, but that sounds like he's a fucking, like a boy band, but we're just going to say Giles. Or right? a serial killer. <laughs> Something like that. Or a which, reference which... to Childs from the thing. Yep. <laughs> Giles. Uh, yeah, Child. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Um, Andrew Moxham was the doc, and then Timothy Lyle was McNaughton. And there's a couple other ones in there as well, too. But that's all we're going to talk about. So let's talk a little bit here. I don't have... I mean, this movie was very difficult to find any kind of information on as far as... It's super indie, man. It's yeah, a very super independent indie. film. The, the, so the film was shot on site in, I want to say it was uh, Limby or something. Uh, is in is in British uh, Columbia, the B.C., so that's over by yeah, Calgary people. That's like the only I don't know. I I, I know Keen or uh, Kelowna or not Kelowna. God bless it. Is he having I, a stroke right now? I know. No, I bro, know. I don't know if he's having a stroke or if I'm pied, bro. No, oh, he's like No, I know. I know a lot of Canadian towns from hockey players that have been there, and I was gonna say Kelowna. Oh yeah, it is Kelowna. Kelowna, BC. Yeah, Kelowna, British Columbia is probably like the nearest town to where this was filmed. But it was filmed on site. Some of the, you know, the, 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 the trivia notes I found was that the cast crew all had to stay in the cabins there. There's no internet. There's no cell service. I mean, you're in the middle of it, which when I first read that, I was like, well, that's, you know, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a big deal to me because I, you know, Northern Minnesota, a lot of times when we go hunting and camping and fishing, like there's no cell service up there, but they were probably there for weeks on end. Uh, I, couldn't find anything as far as the budget, but I am gonna. I would be surprised if this had more than like a hundred thousand dollar budget. I mean, this not, had not to even. have been shoestring. Did you guys? Did yeah. he divulge any of that information to you? Yeah, it's. I don't remember it offhand. I, I probably should have went back and listened to our interview before this episode. Probably, uh, I didn't think to. 
But um, yeah, he he talked a lot about all that shit. So if if listeners of Joe Blow are curious about the technical stuff or whatever behind the scenes stuff, because he does tell some stories, um, go check out. Uh, I don't even remember the fucking name of that episode. So and I couldn't tell you the number, but it's early on in the nightclubs run. Well, give us uh, give us some info. Is it on the this. Tentacle Roundhouse? Yeah, Tentacle Roundhouse. We have Godzilla fight Cthulhu at the beginning of that episode. It's fucking dope. Um, yeah, uh, I don't remember, but it was, yeah, it's what you're saying, Tuna. It's very shoestring budget. Um, it was filmed for next to nothing, but when you look at it, wow, what they did with next to nothing, it feels like, this movie feels like it could have been a low-end, high-budget movie, like a three to five mil movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, at least, at least that's the vibe I got off of it, and I like I like that you compared it to <laughs> the blue light special Kmart version of the thing. I agree with that a thousand percent, but that's not to take away from what this film delivers, in my opinion. Um, I, I was well. We'll get to we'll get to first time watch stuff. I I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was literally my next question. I'm gonna ask Trevor first since this is Trevor and I's episode originally so he's hot as fuck he don't know where he's at he's he's in space with jason right now <laughs> he is space just, debris that's jason uh, x that's good. jason x space debris yeah, up yeah, on your face but i love hey. i love that trevor is fucking eating these gummies man it's my favorite thing it's yeah. my favorite thing <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> t rev uh you watched this after you listened to that episode i believe right and you kind of Forgot about it, and that's yeah. how we're looking. Yeah, so so tell me about your first time watch. You remember much of it? I I mean, yes, 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 I do. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I liked what the fuck? Okay, uh, <laughs> I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm just watching you, and I love you. I love you. I'm just watching you, man. That's all. All right. Um, <laughs> initial watch. I um, I liked the quality of the film actually. Um, even as low budget as it was, I don't know if it was setting. Where they just had the right setting and the right kind of feel for a scientific expedition in the north, I guess. Um, they sold me on it with how the movie looked, so I really like that. Um, and then thanks to uh, T. Boo and, and Rickles, I have a heavy influence when it comes to cosmic as fuck things uh, <laughs> from them. So my appreciation for that aspect of the movie was there for sure. They had some great scenes some great shots of everything and then also uh kind of like some great i won't say mini stories but stories within the movie um involving whatever's going on or i really like them you know so it's like mysteries within mystery it's like those little russian nesting egg dolls or whatever they call them mm-hmm yeah. This movie's got like stories and stories because the characters, the interactions, all that, all that fun stuff. Whoa, what if we make Joe Blow butt plugs? But it's like a, a, a Russian nesting doll butt plug. Oh, and you open it up and a smaller one comes out and a smaller yeah. one and yeah. so on and so, so forth. We're so going to have extra large is... ones for our listeners, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what you got to do is. Well, you, you want you the get, whole set. You, you get the butt saber. And the very last bead of the butt saber is is the Russian doll. But when you go to pull that bead out, because it's it's, it's a, after it's the a, saber part, it's a you go to pull the bead out. Well, well, you go to pull it out, and like the Russian doll, like one doll comes out of the first one, 
and you pull again, and another doll comes out the second <laughs> one, like they're all. <laughs> so and you're like, how do I get this out? You know, it just awesome. keeps going and going. It's like a magician <laughs> yeah. pulling all the handkerchiefs out their sleeve and shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it never ends. Never ending butt plugs. So the 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 again a <laughs> little minor backstory with this was we were trying to figure out a movie for T Rev and I to to do uh, I don't remember why we were trying to figure out a random movie but anyways I was I was scrolling I was scrolling through my IMDb watch list which I've got north of a thousand films on it and I saw Black Mountain Side so one thing with me is that I I'm a real stickler. It probably comes to the fact that I don't watch trailers. I don't want to be spoiled with anything. I had forgotten that the nightclub had done this, but I saw this scrolling through my IMDb watch list. I was like, Oh, that's a cool fucking little cover poster art. And then when I talked to Trevor and we talked about it and then he mentioned nightclub and I was like, Oh fuck, that's right. They did. And I was like, they even interviewed the director. So make sure you guys go check that out. So, <laughs> It's yeah, cool. so I I watched that only one time right before the 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 show here. So that my my first I heard about this from uh, the nightclub, um, but I had just recently watched it, obviously for the show. So uh, Rickles and uh, Tibu, I mean, who found this? How'd you guys give me the backstory on this? Um, Travis found it. He was like, "Bro, watch Black Mountainside. That's just cosmic as fuck." And I was like, motherfucker, holy <laughs> shit. This is like the thing and the fucking shining and everything cosmic. Plus Sugar and winter spice horror. and everything nice. Yeah. Mixed into one dope ass indie movie. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I don't remember how I stumbled across it. I really don't. But. I, I in fact I didn't even remember that I told Rick to watch it. I it could he could have said he said that tell me and I'd have been like, oh yeah. I'm not a, a fucking liar. Don't accuse me of being a no. fucking liar. <laughs> you fucking lawyer. You fucking uh, lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess I found it somehow and I was I watched it and but I do remember first time being like, Yeah, this is like it's like the thing. I got thing vibes hardcore. It wasn't until we um interviewed the director that he said his biggest inspiration for the film was the shining which makes sense because of the winter setting I did and the not slow pace get that at all until you mentioned the fucking it. cards the, the what fucking, like time time cards and shit yep yep and and it make it makes sense now looking at it i i didn't i hadn't picked up on that vibe but me neither but now after he, he said it i well see there's what a certain he, what he scene means. there's a certain scene and it's my favorite fucking scene, and you already know what it is, Travis. Huh? Yeah, with Giles. Okay, so I guess you know what it is too. No, I'm Maybe. I'm guessing, but yeah, that, I mean that reminds me when. All right, so when Giles does his thing, it totally reminds me of Jack Nicholson going on yep. his thing, except not as noisy. You know, he's not right. Danny Boy. He's Danny like, Boy. <laughs> I wish the deer god would have been like Danny boy. (laughs) Oh my yeah, they should have had someone Mr. Torrance. No, that's funny because when you I didn't I did not think that at all until you mentioned the shining. So I I was just getting hardcore the shining vibes. But um yeah, this this film here is so everybody that knows anything about Bastuna's 
type and style of films. Mm-hmm. I love those tight story, like like helplessness in the middle of yeah. nowhere, isolation, um, isolation, and very Snowed tiny in. set pieces Snowed and in trapped. Even. Yeah, yeah. So this. This checked. This checked a lot of boxes. It's how you're going to. That's unfortunately how you're going to die. Oh, oh, fuck! (laughs) Probably. That's why. That's why when I found out y'all were doing this, I was like so excited. I was like, I got to hear what Cole thinks about this because in my mind, this is something that Cole should watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. anything I always seek out like when I'm scrolling through, you know, the as I had jokingly mentioned in the past, the bottom barrel dumpster diving into the fucking bottom of the Kaibo of Tubi. Mm-hmm. If if there's a film that has a cool poster that has like any type of snow or mountain like type like like middle of nowhere isolation, like I am gonna watch that. So yeah, that 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 definitely got me. But anyways, uh, let's get into this here. We have we have a really tight story. We have just a handful of people, like six people, in a camp way up in the northernmost outpost in Canada, and they are excavating a site. And shit goes south, and a story ensues. So let's let's kind of get into it. Yeah, dude, you get Mister Likewise himself. Getting flown in, Professor Olson. He, so regular like, size Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. He is. He slightly is, he larger is. than Tibu. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He 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 is what Toxie would look like <laughs> if he was normal size. Which I want to just give Peter Dinklage all the love in the world by Nine Inch Nails. I love him. Oh, um, such a good song. Nails. I gotta write yeah. that down. That's that's the fucking uh, that's the that's the ending song there, buds. Dude, that's yeah. the world. My, yeah, my boy turns into John Mayer in that song, the way he sings. I'm serious. He sounds like John Mayer at a certain point. But anyway, um, so this crew in um in Canada, like like Tuna said, farthest northern outpost. Uh, uh they're they're re- they're excavating something. They're they're out there doing scientific research and excavating this. Uh, what they dis- they think they have found. A, t- a temple that should not exist in this area based on time frames, uh, his- historical time frames. Hashtag old world. That's again a fascinating right. concept because, like, something like this is what starts to build in your head as far as what's this movie going to be like, where, where, what directions it going to go when right. you're like talking about these foreign concepts like this. And it's Lovecraftian out of the gate because of what they're finding and what they're doing. Right. It's like it's humans fucking around with shit that they probably finding, shouldn't be. Right. They're finding evidence that we don't know shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically. And this, they're going to find out because they fucking around. They fucking around. <laughs> this, crew, <laughs> this crew up there is um, you got you got Jensen, you've got McNaughton, you've got uh Francis. You've got Giles. um Giles and there's a there's a few other people. There's an intern and a doctor. Yeah. Well, and there's this round the table shot that's very fucking like good fellas, Tar- Tarantino, Tarantino. Yeah. With the guys talking about what they're gonna do and this and that. 
I don't remember exactly what's said, but it's, it's also kind good. of alien too from the yeah, first alien yeah. movie. Yeah, Ooh, I agree. I agree. Good, good reference. Yeah, definitely. It reminds me of that a little bit. And right, I like around the I, table and yeah. They're playing yeah. cards, they're drinking beers, they're just kind of well, maybe not maybe not drinking beers. I don't remember that part, but some of them might be drinking. <laughs> but Dr. they definitely Olsen, were drinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah. there's yeah. tons of fucking, and they had. The yeah, old- well, that's that's what he said. Cause he's like, well, you only have. He was like, you only have five hours of sunlight. What do you do for the rest? You know, the, oh, the, yeah, the other nineteen yeah. hours. Drink mostly. And yeah, he's like, drink and play <laughs> cards mostly. So mostly. <laughs> Mo- oh yeah. yeah. So so yeah, mostly. It's mostly gingerly butt plugs. Um, Dr. Olsen's getting flown in. He he's an expert on a certain um aspect of historical findings. Like he knows he can determine whether this was Mesoamerican or what whatever his specialty his, I wish whatever his field was or is in the film. But basically they're flying this doctor, uh, this professor up there. So he can see this shit that they're finding and say, hey, you know what? They need more money to do more research. So that's the whole that's that's what the crew's goal is in the film. So we're establishing our character goals. The characters want more money to continue doing their findings because what they think they have found is going to be like a big find. It's a big archaeological it's gonna discovery. Wreck history as we know it. You know, yes, and, and and rewrite the fucking books like a giant mm-hmm. butt plug. It's just gonna wreck it, wreck it hard. <laughs> Russian nesting dolls, Putin in your asshole. Putin um, that's that's why ass, you need a butt safer. No. <laughs> TSA can't find Putin up in there. Um, <laughs> so so doc- can you go? <laughs> Doctor Olson shows up and he keeps saying likewise a lot. He's just likewise. I'm glad to meet you. Likewise, likewise, likewise yep. it's the best. Mm-hmm. Awkward, Hashtag. just an awkward fucking nerd from the college. Yeah, Daddy Dink is there, and he's fucking likewise, and 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 so he meets all of our characters. They show him. It's like the the what they assume because they haven't done a proper excavation. I guess they don't have the resources again. They they've hired a crew of local tribe or uh, uh, natives known as the dog rib uh, dog rib tribe to first help in- first nations from for our canadian friends hashtag yeah. professor smorhees yeah the first uh-huh. nations people of the dog rib are there fucking doing the the dirty work they're they're dog rib is a dope ass tribe name by the way it is it really is i agree i want a werewolf a cosmic werewolf movie about the dog rib people Oh, dude, that would be so fucking awesome, man! Sign me up. Yeah. So, they they <clears throat> they're uncovering this the what they assume is the top, perhaps the top of a temple. That's that's what they're guessing, and they find other artifacts in that area that they're showing Professor Olson, who flew in to give them, you know, his yay or nay on on what they're finding, and he's amazed by what he sees. He's like, "This makes no sense." Like, this shit should not be here at this point in time. So they're automatically, like, super fucking happy. Then weird shit starts happening, bro. This is where the movie goes off. Like, we're not off the rails. This is a slow burn in in a proper sense. It is a slow burn, yes. 
Yeah, it, because it, the movie. Yeah, you're you're getting. Um, it, it does a good job as far as is uh, expedition dumps and <laughs> <laughs> giving you certain amounts of information because these people are at the mercy of other outposts. All they have up there is a short range radio because the nearest outpost or whatever is that that tribe that reservation, which is 90 miles away. Which... I'm going to say that too, for, for the people who watched this recently, because I have not, I didn't get a chance to, please help me flesh this out as we go through it, because I did not get a chance to rewatch this movie prior to the episode. I've been editing, working, editing, working. So I'm sorry if my details are scant. No, there, there's just a few things that it didn't look like there was any roads in, any roads out. It was all helicopter, and they made that clear mm. with the establishing shot coming in of, of you know, uh, the professor coming in. Which this movie has a helicopter, just like the thing, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, and it legit. also has, has one of our leads playing a fucking computer game and getting pissed yes. off because he yes. loses. Playing a yeah. fucking video game. Straight up Brickle style, yeah. Really cute. 100%. Lots of... I like it. I like the references. I I I wish they would be like, Ghost. (laughs) That would be great. Ghost. Ghost. Dear God. Uh, Ritual. I I was going to say, halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, this has got ritual vibes. But I'm like, wait a second. Ritual came out in 2018. So, hashtag kudos to Black Mountain Side. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh huh, uh huh. But anyways, it, it it does a good job in the first ten minutes of letting you know that there's no roads in, no roads out, helicopter only. They're at the mercy of supply drops from previous outposts, short range radio, and they have this tribe that's ninety miles away help helping them. And within the first 15, 20 minutes, the workers that they get there just disappear and you're like what the fuck like there's no way that they're walking 90 i'm gonna tell you what our friends that don't live in the midwest and don't know what walking in snow is walking 100 feet 100 feet in knee-deep snow i don't care how good a shape you in you're gonna be sweating like a priest at a little league game okay you (laughs) cannot walk through fucking snow efficiently I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell you that right. right it's now. not possible. Yeah, no, for, you're, you're the, it's like walking fucked. in water, but worse. The thing that the thing that sets yeah. the dog rib off and makes them leave, though, because they are superstitious people, but they know the land. They know the they have the ancient stories. Like that's part of that, and I love that kind of lore and shit. That there's a cat. It was um whose cat? It was was it McNaughton's cat? I don't remember whose no. cat. In real no. life, it was a director's cat, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, a little pro oh. tip. Oh, uh, well, you know, name like fucking Winston or something like that, or he—he he was the dog. He was the dog from you know in in the 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 thing. Oh, puppy, the cat. Well, they they or find the, the cat, cat. And aliens. Or yeah, an alien Jonesy. Jonesy. They find the cat <clears throat> dead in front of the fucking temple that they're excavating. Like just you know, someone killed it, and and the dog ribs say, I think they say it was McNaughton, right? I think they yeah. say it was McNaughton. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so, they um, they like, I I love the scene. <laughs> I love the scene where uh Jensen fucking radios McNaughton. He's like, hey, 
uh, the the guy from the dog ribs here is saying that you killed the cat. Did you kill the cat? And the guy's nope. like, uh, nope. He's like, <laughs> okay, well, uh, he's like the Who guy, did? the guy that, yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, he's like, McNaughton's like, uh, I got faith in you. You'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so just, nonchalant. Just another, t- yeah. It's just another Tuesday. Right, like <laughs> mm, this happens all the time. Yep. Fuck it, super and, slow and burn. I will say it. the first act is pretty fucking slow. I mean, it does build up some mystery and whatnot, but it's definitely a slow burn. And myself coming in, I'm not sure about you, uh, T Rev, when you first watched it, if you guys can remember, but I had no idea what this was about. I, I literally, yeah, I didn't neither. read a single thing on yeah. it. I had no idea where it was going, although right away with the vibes I was getting, I kind of had an idea, but I did get thrown for a little bit of a loop when, you know, our, our, our dear God, as we had been, you know, kind of hinting to came, came about later on, but anyways. Right. Yep. Those dog rib, the, the tribesmen, <clears throat> they roll out. And so our, um our outpost crew decides that they're going to go try to fucking find them or, or track them down because it's like, it's crazy that they left when they did based on how far away that their tribe is and, and they left else. by foot. Yeah, they just left in the middle of the night on foot. So here's a question I have for you guys because this was never really answered. Do you think that they they left willingly because they got like yes. spooked with everything? Or do yes. you Okay. Yeah. So it is I, that okay. I, Go ahead. I, sorry. I think the hi- the thing to highlight here is um, they did kind of set up this scene earlier in the movie by explaining, hey, we only have like five hours of sunlight out here. And when it's nighttime out, it's so cold that like the icicles are going to freeze up inside of your chest and you'll die. So like nobody really wants to be out here in the cold for very long. Right. And, and that kind of sets up the whole, OK, we do not want to be outside when the sun's down. Right. Just very dangerous. And then you get to this conversation that they had for this scene, and they actually comment on the fact is like what would make them be willing to travel a hundred miles away during the night because a hundred miles away was like the next that populated 90 area. Mile, ninety miles was where their yes. reservation was. There we yeah. there we go. So so they're like, who who would travel ninety miles in the dark? Right. You know, if they didn't have to, like, makes and no like sense. Fucking thirty below or some stupid shit. Yeah, it said fifty. Yes. God, yeah. Damn. Well, but damn. the the point is, is they set up this entire scene a couple different times beforehand to be like they would rather travel ninety miles in the dark, negative forty degree weather than stay where they're at with a job that you know gives them money. It just it's like okay that don't make any sense at all for them you know yeah money shelter everything else and yeah and they they're like fuck this and I think this is gonna come into play later tuna based on well, what you're asking the, it's the folk element of this cosmic horror you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. I don't it's know where I'm going people. with that ball no no I like what you're saying odd, the, fir- it is the, the first folk, nations people it's the folk element right so they're superstitious and. I mean, I don't know if they know what's happening, but they have an idea of what's happening, and they're like, "Shana na." Yeah. So here's they know. Well, go ahead, go ahead, Buster. 
I'll, I'll just say here's one thing that that uh got stuck in my brain and i had a hard time letting go uh first <laughs> off is a question about that first nation people thing but one of the things that drove me nuts was they made a point to let you know how cold it got at night but i'm like well is it minus 50 celsius or minus 50 fahrenheit both are cold as fuck but it, it's it's tibu if you remember when we did our frozen episode it's the same kind of it's probably a minor nitpick to or or not even a nitpick to most other people but myself and other people that uh live or are from or experienced in the cold environments i was noticing things where they're leaving doors open they're outside without hats and gloves on like yep. if it's that cold at night i've i've winter camped before in minus 50 fahrenheit and i'm going to tell you that i notice things like that and and i shouldn't you know, rate and base movie off of those mirrors, but it kind of drives me nuts a little bit. So that's one of the problems I had. But the question I have, well, you know, it wasn't even really cold when they were filming. You're like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I know because stars. You could, you're looking at I Titanic noticed, and being a bitch. Trust me. I noticed that like I, I could see the <laughs> snow that was melted in certain spots, but anyway, that's besides because it that, was like a record warm temperature. When yeah. you went to film for that. No, year. I, love, were, I like, love you tuna. I love you. I know. Like, what I, the fuck do we do? I noticed, yeah, I noticed where you could see the melted snow, and I'm like, the snow wouldn't look like that on shoveled areas when I, whatever. They had, they had fucking like fake snow and everything, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, but again, like that's just the way my brain works. But the whole point where I'm coming back and circling around to is the one thing I've been thinking a lot about is those native people, like because you guys all, I feel like. Walk me through this here because you three are all on your own separate island where you think they left willingly. But I've I, I'm oh. I'm more on the side of like questioning that because these native people, if they have a tribe or a reservation that's lived up there for an extended amount of time and they're only ninety miles south of that, it's cold as fuck. And I feel like they wouldn't make that trek. So as the movie progresses you. and you find out what's going on with that fucking deer God, I'm wondering if they were either manipulated or, or, or I don't know. Right. right. I'll tell you why. When I like where you're end. going because you know what? We don't know. We, we, don't, we don't know. Yeah. That's we like, don't know. We don't I love know. it. Yeah. We don't yeah. know, but I'll have, but I'll help. I'll, I think I can help with that, that question later. The pan Panam situation. Huh? The, the pan, Pam, Panam, Pam. Pan is an pan. Is it pan or pam? It's panned, I pan, believe. Panned. Okay, Tibu, walk me <laughs> through it, buddy. Well, I'll, I'll I'll do it when we get to the to the towards the end because okay. I, I think okay. I think I know I think I I have an idea of why they were more afraid and did it on their own versus why they were not as manipulated as some of the characters. Um, okay, so I I do want to point out though. Well, fuck, I can't. I want to spoil the end. Um, but something to do with the end will kind of argue to the whole somebody would be willing to traverse the cold instead of deal with whatever the fuck that is. Right. right? So okay. like even later in the movie, it, it does happen. So I feel like it, it might be more norm to just this thing is bad and I would rather chance the night than stay here with it. Right, and 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 my, and my my idea comes from something similar towards the end, which I, me and Ricky have laughed about a million times, 
So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get to it. I, I, have, get... I have. I think yeah. I left the oven on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. You know where I'm going with that. Yeah. So I think they made they left by choice, but we'll we'll get to the end. Um, Tuna's like, when did they say that? They didn't, but I know what Ricky's saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, the dog rib helpers, the people that are there actually doing the hard work, decide to fucking bail. The crew goes after them and, and discovers that they actually went in the opposite direction because they, they didn't know where the fuck they were even going, I guess. So they just bailed. Which again, they is another bailed. question. They bailed. Right. Yeah. But they bailed. They just left. They were like, fuck this. Whichever which, whichever which way until we get to the end and we can we can um, expand on those theories, those, those conversations. Um, at this point, the crew is somebody help me because I don't remember what happens right after this. I really don't. So, well, okay, so you have the 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 main characters, and then you have um, um, not McNaughton. Who's who's the first one that gets infected with the cephalopod? Was it the assistant, the grad assistant? Francis. Uh, forget the names. Or... No, 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 no. It's not Francis. Francis it's, is. Um... They start hearing voices from the woods. Like you start, and it's as McNaughton, the... right? Or no. McNaughton cuts his hand off after the first guy gets his arm okay. cut off. Right, right. So I don't remember his name. Well, well, let <laughs> let let let's jump into this then because we don't remember the characters. But you, the movie, the movie does go to a point to where the characters are hearing voices coming from the woods, telling them to look into the woods, look beyond the mountains. Do you see? do you see like you get this great voice coming and it's so eerie and it's fucked up because it's at night they're trying to sleep but this thing is talking to different characters in their heads from a distance and it's like what the fuck is going on cabin fever nah it's a cosmic deer god we're gonna find out later but mm-hmm. yeah this shit is fucked up somebody does get infected and why do they cut their arm off? Is it because it, there, there's some because shit there's like around? something fucking growing in it? Yeah, bud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This scene is intense. Like everyone gets woken up. Bro. Um, Jensen, who is the head of the crew, has to deal with like all these calls coming in over the radio, the shortwave radio they have, and they're like, uh, they call him in, and, and everyone wakes up and goes to fucking see what's going on, and homie's got something fucked up in his arm. They lay down this guy on a table. I think Olsen grabs the axe. Someone grabs an axe. And they just make the spur of the moment decision to chop this boy's arm clean off. And the practical effects. Well done. They're heating Mm. up a fucking rusty ass shovel to cauterize it, bro. It was awesome. I I love that. It, yeah. yeah, it was it was a um a fireplace shovel, like one of those little mini ones that you use for yeah. fireplaces. Yeah, but still cool. Gnarly. Yeah, they cut this boy's arm off. Practical effects on camera, on screen. You see it, hands down. It's right in front of your fucking eyeballs, and it ain't CGI. They uh the doctor there, which I want to say that dude plays it everything really straight in this movie. Yeah, like He's he's never he didn't seem I shaken. Agree. Yeah. He don't he don't seem shaken by anything. He just kind of like tells it like it is. Sigma male the whole time. 
<laughs> he's, just, he's like, what? You got octopussy in your arm? I don't give a fuck. He's like, well, <laughs> he's he's like, after they cut his arm off, they're, well, I mean, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but he does the, the, the autopsy later on because he's like, he ain't going to fucking make it. Right. And they're like, what would you find? He's like, uh, cephalopod. And they're like, what? And they're like, <laughs> let me dumb it down for you, an octopus. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? They're they're in the middle of the Canadian Shield, very 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 far from an ocean, and and this boy has his cells are becoming like like like, like a, tuna like a, a cephalopod, yeah, yeah. He's transforming his cell the on- fucking the fucking little little punchline that they put in. He's like, because <laughs> at this rate, if it keeps going, we'll need and stops and. And my boy, the aquarium. My boy Giles says a fucking aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's uptight at this point, and it, so so in a it's in a later scene where it, it's McNaughton, right? Where he cuts his own hand off. He's yeah. sitting at he's sitting at a table. God damn it! I wish I'd have watched this before we did this. I'm so sorry, listeners that that I came this unprepared. You um, fucking dick. Well, yeah, he came in and McNaughton had fucking cut his own hand off with like a fucking chef's knife. Yeah. And I laugh when I call you that, bro. Come on, man. What? Now you're making what? me feel bad. No, what? I didn't I didn't catch it. I called you a fucking dick. Oh, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, Trev and Boss Tuna just watched this shit, so I don't know why they're not jumping in and saving me from drowning in the cephalopod juice. I can't, dude. I'm a cephalopod myself right now. Right, me and you I, in the same boat. I'm not going to stop until I, I see the cephalopod coming out of your nostrils. Oh. Yeah, bud. Trev's too high. Tuna, Trev's what, cephalopod too, boy. What, what, what is happening in this movie right now, man? What's leading us here? Help us. You're the sh- you daddy right now, boy. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm you gotta daddy. carry us tonight, no, it, Cole. It, 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 it's <laughs> it's difficult to. This is one of those movies where you need to have seen it. If you're yeah. listening to us right now, ramble on, and we've got. <laughs> I mean, you're you're gonna get lost. Basically, there's there's a lot of themes that are going on right now, and a lot that that are that are playing through. But essentially, we have a breakdown of the brotherhood. Essentially, people are going fucking crazy. They they don't know what's going on. They think it's a bacterial infection. There there's nothing cosmic at this point. We're we're oh, at the. But what remember? they find out is oh. that they're going to be snowed in for longer than they expected because but they lost on. contact I... with with outpost two nineteen or whatever it was. Right, they and, and lost the, contact, and that's like, like they're the going to run out huh? with the shortwave radio. And also, I want to point this out real quick before we. Remember yeah. in the scene where yeah. the dude's throwing the ball against the fucking thing, yes. uh, against the the the, the yes. cabin, and Giles comes out and yells at him. That's yeah. like that's like the scene from The Shining where Jack's in the fucking hotel oh, throwing the ball the, against the, the wall. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. Yes. yes. Uh, that's so good. The Shining Absolutely. shit is coming more and more to the forefront. The more we talk about this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, but Nick it was Shoshikuski Jensen throwing the ball though, which it was is Jensen weird. throwing the ball, not, not Giles. Yeah, and Giles, well, Giles, came Giles, out. Giles was yelling at him. him. Yeah, Giles yeah. was like, "Don't you have a job to do or some shit?" Yeah, but how, how about that scene though, where it's that it's that pan away scene where Giles is sitting in front of his cabin in a chair, and the camera pans out, and it it's 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 an exorbitantly long pan 
out and you're like, uh, okay, what what's kind of going on here? But yeah, as you guys talk more about The Shining, I'm like, oh, fuck, you're right. You're right. And I need to watch this again because The Shining's a yeah. fucking a gem. So it's ten, a goddamn well, ten. I, I, I want to point it at this moment that um one thing that you I open think your eyes, did... please. No, he's hot. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trev's one of the things it. I, wanna, I love it. I love it. One of the things I want to point out that I thought was very well executed and extremely simple that helped the movie out a lot was the use of what day it was. Right? So we get this first part of the movie and, and everything like that. And it's all within the same couple days where like the guy that's trying to get them more funding from the university is there and he's meeting everybody. And that's within like the first couple of days. But after he cuts his hand off and cephalopod and all this other stuff, the cut between that and the guy throwing the ball against something, making a racket is like days, right? Not, it's not right. like the next day. It's literally like 10 days see what you're saying yeah what happened it's like it was a literal slow burn in real life too so but it kind (laughs) of like i was (laughs) like it kind of surprised me i won't say it really surprised me but like what i liked about it was when i'm watching like the hand cutting scene and all that other stuff i'm like oh shit things are going down this movie is going crazy now and then it's like cut to 10 days later and i'm not complaining at all when i say that like I thought things were just going to jump off and sh- like crazy shit was going to start happening. And it's like, no, actually days pass and it slowly builds up. Right. So like what I thought right. was going to be an immediate hit turns out to be a little bit of more of a slow burn, but I liked it. Cause I was like, Oh, and like, the whole this time is it's just building more and more mystery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cause and it's then... giving you more questions to yeah. ask well, instead well, of answers. I'll... Yeah. And, and I, what I'll point out is, is like the first thing that came to mind was, is, Oh, okay. This happened. Well, then now this movie from this point forward is gonna be crazy fucking shit. And what I like about it was is it broke that fucking mold for me. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't what I expected. And and they made a concerted effort too, as far as that that suspense building because they're like date like so they were supposed to have. I, I want to say that this whole thing started October first. They were supposed to have a delivery made because he calls and he's like, Hey, we need eggs and milk or something like that. Yeah. Eggs um, and cigarettes. cigarettes. And cigarettes. And they're like, Yeah, that'll be there on on the, the eighth or whatever. It was just like a week later. They never got a hold of them. So also, too, that was that brings up another question I had for you guys is do you think that there was something wrong with the radio that it was sabotaged by was it McNaughton or whoever? Yeah, McNaughton was the 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 tech guy do you think he yeah. sabotaged it not knowingly yes or do you think something i think, happened I think that's with... a distinct possibility because because but they tested the one radio. of the first ones you know yes but they tested the radio and it worked within the other radios in the compound but they could yeah. reach so so oh. that, that has to make you wonder because they still had that scheduled um they still had that so, so again this this I know I'm all over the place here. Follow me here. No, okay? no, no, no. I'm following. So this had to, in my brain, have something to do with the First Nationers that had left. Like, had this spread to the point already where it had reached the other outpost, and that's why they couldn't come? Because they should no. have still done the, uh, the supply drop either way, but they never did. So why did they do the supply drop? I think... Schedule. I, 
Well, I they think... mentioned weather issues, though. Yes, right? but yes. they mentioned weather issues, like that the shit mm-hmm. would be postponed. But, but two months fucking went by though, from the beginning I to know. the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why crazy. in my brain I'm wondering now like, that I'm thinking about it, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in someone brain, should have been like, over there like yeah. without contact for an outpost for two months. Was it yeah. no, but was it, it two wouldn't months? have took it, that long yes, for someone from it was, the outside because to it went from October to, to December. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Okay, so uh, based on that, I'm gonna assume I don't think it spread that. Bro. But maybe it maybe did. the deer god is taking is doing this shit everywhere, bro. Or or like I mean, if I'm you know playing devil's advocate, maybe McNaughton did hop on that radio before he sabotaged it and say, "Hey, right, that, I'm that spitballing." Maybe he said, "Hey, we don't need," but but still, like two you know months, why I like someone should have went there within two months. Yeah, you know why like, yeah. someone like theory, should have been like. Wait a second. We don't know if these human beings are alive, bro. Yes, <laughs> I, I like I like I like Tuna's theory combined with the weather aspect because if McNaughton jumped on and said, "You know what? We'll we'll survive with what we got until then," because Rick, I don't think the dear God was spreading where he was based on. I just what... like to think about it. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It's a cool thought, but based on what the movie does towards at the at the end, I don't think he. I don't think the dear God can. So no. I think there's a comp. This movie is so layered and opens up so many conversations. So here's something else. Damn. Is the dear God, something that is in, in there. So, oh my God, here we're so all over the place. Let's let's, the let's dear just, God. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Is the all dear right. God something that is in their own brains from the bacterial infection or is it an actual, physical entity did nick answer that question for us i think we asked him that <sighs> fuck i don't I think wish. he answered I, I i feel like i don't he gave he an did. answer like think... like what do you think see i i feel you like that, that whatever this so because they did talk about aliens in this like it was jokingly and half-heartedly but right right i'm wondering if this is an alien or an ancient ancient bacterial or viral infection that yeah. infiltrated because they, they talked, I think they mentioned rabies or something where it, it affects your brain and then it spreads right. from there. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that was just like a, um, uh, not a propulsion. What the fuck is a word, but it's, it's in their own brain and they're, they're making it real. And- I remember Shostakovsky saying that he liked the idea of, the deer god being like an infection yeah but Man. i think he i think it's an he interesting conversation it to a specific yeah. entity also yeah no yeah, this like, this like, movie is good for uh um uh, called later fucking... son. <laughs> hey i, I don't it, know it, it makes too, good I'm conversation either way yeah, yeah it's no, good yeah, for no. making conversation there you it go. is it is i, I agree and and so like you can go this this is a one great aspect about this movie and and we didn't touch on all this on the nightclub even so this is further proof that if you go back and listen to our episode on it and you listen to this episode we didn't talk about all this shit this movie is like trev said layered as fuck you could just keep going with speculation a lot of phantasm in that in that stand in that stance because it's like you end up more questions than answers and it doesn't always work for me 
but in this case, as well as I mean, you guys obviously know <laughs> it works with Phantasm, but yeah, sometimes that hits harder than anything for me. Yeah, and that's the co- that's cosmic. That's yeah. why it's cosmic as fuck. This this is a, a I mean, it almost kind of gives me the void vibes in that when you start to break it down and you have these conversations, it's it's almost each person can have a different direction that their brain goes as they watch and break this down, you know, because you don't get those like solid answers. And, and again, I mean that, that I think a movie like this is ambiguous as it is. It, it works on different levels for different people because everybody's going to have a different interpretation as far as how they, they, they portray it. Or or how 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 it portrays to themselves as as it unfolds mm-hmm. as you watch the, the interpretation. Film. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do this. Let's go ahead and say this. I think because we, we're not we're not being linear. Let's do this. If you have not seen this mm-hmm. film up to this point in the conversation, you need to pause the episode. You need to go to Tubi and watch this movie for free. Yeah, and then you need to come back because we're about to jump. To Ricky's favorite scene because at this point, oh god, straight to my favorite scene. All the characters are going crazy. It people have maimed themselves. They've maimed each other. They they maimed spe- dead bodies. They hear voices from the they're woods. Going, they're going. Hungry. They're not talking to each other, uh, dude. Cordially, anyway. Before we get to Ricky's favorite scene with with Giles or Childs. Giles Jensen when he's when he's in the cabin and again this further furthers my interpretation of it as he is because they talked about how with an infection some people could have antibodies that fight it better than others which Mm -hmm. would make sense as far as why some people are more susceptible to you know being overcome by the infection sooner than others Mm -hmm. And right, right. the fact that Jensen is fighting it because he goes in the cabin, he grabs a knife, and you got those great scenes of that fucking dear god whispering to him, and he's like, "Kill him, kill!" And he didn't kill him because he let him, he let um, uh, not Jensen, Francis leave, and he had the knife in his hand the whole time. He's holding it behind his back. I I thought for sure I was like that motherfucker Jensen, don't do it, don't do it, and he didn't do it. He yeah. didn't kill him. But he eventually did because he goes back into the doctor's quarters and he fucking kills um, the uh, grad assistant or whatever it was. So that's where I'm like, it is an infection and it's getting deeper and deeper embedded in him. And he find to the point where he can't fight anymore. And then that's where he goes off and they throw him in quarantine. These boys uncovered the cosmic COVID over here is what they did. (laughs) (laughs) If you were strong enough, you You got that third booster shot. You're fucked. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, let's let's go ahead and say that if if everyone's in agreement, let's let's jump to the the, basically the beginning. You want to ask the audience if they got their third booster shot? Email the Joe Blowhorse. (laughs) Let us know. Yeah. Let let us us know know. how it went. Mm -hmm. Did your heart stop? Uh, So let's jump to basically the beginning of the, the climax here. Rick, I've already climaxed, but you guys go ahead. Start us off, bro. Uh, all right. So leading up to this, we also have a lot of like distrust between our characters, the ones that are left. 
and we find out that that Giles has taken it upon himself to do inventory and keep up with rationing everything. And so he's hoarding everything and he starts getting kind of paranoid about other people trying to get into the supplies. He actually accuses Jensen of it, right? Yep. Yeah, he's like, you were going to make off with our shit. Yeah, because Jensen wants to... Stranded. Yeah, he, he thinks Jensen wants to, like, try to... Well, Jensen does want to leave he does, and go try yeah. to find the dog yeah. rib tribe and ask for them to come help. Right. Yep. So Giles is too far gone. I'm going to interrupt point. you real quick, Rickles, before you get into your Giles part. Because at this point in the movie, I felt that Giles was the only one that had a fucking head on his shoulders. Because And of... you find out quick, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you fucking do. Trev, Trev, you're watching this movie, bro, for the first time. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And had you listened to the episode... The night, the nightclub episode before watching, or you watched it after we talked, like after knowing that we were gonna, whatever. So I listened to the episode first because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay. And um, and you I already wa- forgot that shit. I'm sure. When by the time I watched it, it had already been months yeah. and like a hundred movies later, plus a couple TV shows, series. Nice. At least like six seasons. You so know? it's so, basically yeah. fresh oh, as fuck. So you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That. So like, I, I knew what to expect, like kind of, but I remember y'all commentary more than I remember the actual movie, you know? So yeah. watching it and going through it, I remember some of the things y'all said. I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense right here and over here, stuff like that, you know? Um, So I kind of knew what the movie was about, but what I like about podcasts and not watching something and hearing the episode is, is I hear the episode and then I'm allowed to have my own mental picture and I watch the movie. I'm like, oh, okay, let's see how right I was, you know. So, That's an interesting sure, perspective. Sure. So Giles, he's got a, he, he's got his head on his shoulders, according to Tuna. He's got his head on backwards, but it's up there. <laughs> it's so, on his shoulders, great. but it might not be facing the right way, bro. So you shot. get. You get a super long, I don't remember how long it is, one take shot uh-huh. in and out of multiple cabins. Shot beautifully, by the way, over the shoulder of this character who up until very recently was seeming like he was pretty straight in the head. Uh, you see him grab his rifle and go from cabin to cabin trying to kill Everybody with a rifle. And succeeding. And succeeding mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. He kills everyone except for regular Jensen. size Peter Dinklage and Jensen. Yep. The and scene where the guy held his hand up in front of his head. In front of his face. Doc. Bro. Yeah. Bro. So good. Brutal. Mm. Brutal. And to, to, to really put your guys' brain in a fucking blender... Even still, to this point, I am still convinced that Jensen, I mean, to an extent, I feel like he was still level-headed in the fact that he wasn't infected. And he was like, these people are infected. I am going to stop the spread. Because they had talked, at this point of the film, they had talked about the fact that, hey, tomorrow morning, we are going to go, we're going to fucking bury everything. We're going to quarantine it. We're, We're done. We can't let this spread. And Jensen's like, I'm going to make sure it doesn't fucking spread or, or at least that's where I was going. And he's, 
he he fucking just goes and just starts on a he he's on a jack talking about Giles spree. or Giles Giles yeah, Giles, yeah. Giles Giles yeah. Giles yeah. on a murder spree and he starts just fucking yeah yeah so you or think Francis. he was in his I keep saying Jensen but I meant Francis Jensen Jensen's already in quarantine because he's fucked up no that is Francis Francis is Francis in quarantine, is quarantine. yes this yes is, sorry yeah yeah Jensen, we're, we're Jensen's fucking all... <laughs> no it's it's good it's good yeah. they get it they get it. They yeah. shouldn't be listening Fra- Fra- if they haven't watched it. No, they shouldn't. Not at this point. I told them. I told them. Go stop it and go watch it. Uh, Francis is is in quarantine. Jensen, the leader of the the whole outpost, is you know rivaling with Giles. Giles, like Ricky said, in a beautiful one shot take, oh, no. is is going from cabin to cabin, shooting everyone in the fucking face, killing air. Everybody and the way you follow him throughout the whole thing up until you meet back up with Jensen and um Olson Olson <laughs> yeah up until you meet with them you're right over Giles' shoulder and I like what you said on our episode Travis because you were like it's like you're the dear God controlling him in a sense or following him while he's doing it. But then the camera does something once they get into that firefight with uh, Jensen and Olsen. And the camera switches to one of their perspectives while when they shoot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, from it, it, here, they decide, well, it's just us two. What are we going to do? And Olsen's like, I guess I'm running to the fucking Dog Rib Reservation, dude. So that's where he goes. And Jensen's like, I'm gonna blow everything up. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and you finally, you finally meet the goddamn dear God. Yep. Trev, what did you think of this this one track shot, like this one take, Birdman, Michael Keaton style? Fucking other movies have done this type of thing, but you know what? It's impressive when an indie film pulls this off on a level like this. Yeah, to me, what did you think of this? This this through Giles... the snow and everything, dude. Like so, crazy. so the the visuals is what got me initially, right? Um, dark outside, but the lighting was kind of perfect to where, you know, there were pathways and there were shadow areas, and there's fucking dear God, right? So, um, it's the atmosphere in this part of the movie, at this part specifically, even that really made me buy into it because like once i would see the dear god then like my existential dread would kind of flare up a little bit right because it's in the dark shadowy place right outside the light right. talking to me but the like moon's kind of shining through its antlers a little bit like it, right. it was right it's, you can definitely barely make him out dude yeah like it, it's it's a scene that you know it's a scene i would like take a picture of or, or paint a paint a a portrait right like it's just that perfect scene that would would give you so much with just with just it by itself, you know. With the shit that Olsen, Olsen starts talking to the dear God, and the shit that the dear God is saying is, this is where the movie goes full cosmic, full blown. The 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 the, the dear God tells him, uh, I forget how they get into it, and I love how they get into it, but I forget how exactly they get into it. But the dear God is trying to convince Olsen that it's a god. And he's like, you're not God. God wouldn't do this. And that right. to me is laughable because the God of the Old Testament totally did 
way worse. worse. <laughs> yeah. But no, like at one point, the deer gods, like when you look up at the night sky, what do you see? Uh, billions of stars, galaxies, whatever, this and that. What's well, from and the perspective like, of an animal first? Okay. Well, he says, that's right. That's right. When an animal looks up at the sky, what does he see? Thanks for fucking me all up. No, I'm playing. But he's like tiny points of light. What do you see? Stars, planets, galaxies, whatever. And he's like, would you like to know about when I created them? <laughs> Dude. That, that line there is just that, like, that's... what the fuck are you talking about now? <laughs> Tuna. Yes, sir. What are you, what are you feeling? Like, what, where are you at? Where are you? Where is this, your head this, at this point in the movie, dude? It's, it's, I mean, it's it's. I don't know. That's that's <laughs> that's the thing. Is yeah. I, man, maybe you know, either that's a very narcissistic god where maybe he did do this, but at the same time, I don't think. That's the case. I think again, he's trying to manipulate Olsen and mm-hmm. he's having a hard time because Olsen's fighting the infection kind of thing. And he's nervous because Olsen at this point, Jensen's fucked. He got shot in that shootout and he's dying. He he's right. dead. Giles. He knows he's dead. No. Giles is Jensen dead. gets shot too. That's oh, right. Yeah. 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 And he's you know, trying to manipulate Jensen, <laughs> or I mean, sorry, uh the professor. And he's having this conversation and he's trying to manipulate him is the way I took it. And he's like, fuck you, I'm leaving. And then the way the movie ends, I like that. I like... Beautiful. I I like the ambiguity of it. I like how it ended. And then, I mean, there was no... There's no (laughs) fucking around. It was like, this happens and end credits. And I'm like... You know, when you're watching this on a streaming service, it just starts like, hey, check this out. I'm like, no, motherfucker, I don't want to check this out. I want to go back to the movie. I'm, I'm, I want to see what happens next. <laughs> Nothing happens next. And I, I son of a bitch. So yeah. at the end, at the end of this film, Olsen, Olsen is like, Olsen's like, I'm a hike to the fucking dog rib. That way, if, you know, to, to try to get in touch with somebody for whatever reason. And Jensen's, after J- Jensen's yeah. like dynamite, dynamite. He he blows up that the head of that temple they were ex- excavating with the dynamite. And himself. Yep. And what I love, and this is this is going to tie into our previous conversation. This is why I don't think, and I agree with you, Tuna. Like where you're kind of going with it. The dear God claims that it can see beyond the stars, the galaxies. It's like, I can see further. And, and do you want to know what I see? And do you right. want to know why I made all this? And it refers then, to itself as omnipotent and omnipotent. Um, yeah. And, but then <laughs> you find out that apparently it can't talk to more than one person at the same time. Yep. It's like, I, I have to go. It literally and says, talk, and then he goes talk to fucking Jensen. It literally says, "I have, I have to, go. to go out of nowhere." So, it's 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 just tough. It's just difficult that as fuck. One, I love but it dude, so that much. that one line I think can solve some of our questions tonight because yeah. the dear God is not 
omnipresent. It's not right. It's not omniscient. omnipresent if it has to leave talking to you to go or, talk to someone else. Or omniscient by the same or degree. Om- it's not or omnipotent. Yeah, it's it's got so it's to be not actual like god god status. And that's why I don't think it's a bacteria either because right. I think it's an entity. I think it's because an if it was a bacteria. Why would it have to excuse itself from talking to one person to go talking to another? Yep. So the movie ends with Jensen blowing up the temple and Olsen. What happens to that boy? What what happens to Olsen, Faustuna? Oh, he's he's fucking trekking across in in blue jeans, mind you, (laughs) 50 below weather with fucking just some like Walmart hiking shoes. And he steps on a bear trap and his leg is fucked and Booked. boom steps in it and credits and you're like because it wasn't because it wasn't nihilistic and fucking bleak enough <laughs> and yeah. this, t- this ties into something that giles told him at the beginning of the movie yes it does where he was like about the, last- the dog rib hunting well not hunting but trapping all the bears out of the out of the wilderness and the surrounding areas yep and and that the last thing you want is to be fucking stuck out here in the cold yep yeah. So he, he, so he, our boy is fucked. He dies. He's in got the a, cold. He's Done. got a bear it's, trap yep. from like eighteen twelve stuck <laughs> on his fucking leg. Yeah, dude. yeah. He he got a, he got a super tetanus shot. Is what we call that. Bruh. Just just straight tetanus. <laughs> and he's already just in his fucking jeans and some little yeah. Walmart yeah. shoes, yeah. like Paul yeah. said. The My jeans boy make me is laugh not gonna time. live much longer, dude. Oh, so no. so when when I initially watched the movie. One of my initial thoughts was, I can't believe they're wearing jeans in the fucking Arctic cold. It does not make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it's that true. Too. It's true. You got fucking the Revenant hunter out there who's just fucked. He's done. He's done. So, so, done. so before we go to final thoughts, to go back to our conversation about, um, oh, what... I want to point out something before we go any to any final thoughts. Also. I don't want to interrupt you, but I already did. Fuck it. Go ahead. The last shot where it shows Olsen in the mid-ground with the trap on his uh, leg. That's the same as the opening shot filmed before, but without Olsen. That's literally oh. the same frame. Oh, no they shit. just shot it again a second with Olsen dead right there or with you know the trap on his leg. Back to the beginning. Dope. Fucking dope. That's how that's how the fucking summer under the umbrella ended. You go back to the beginning. Yeah, I like back that. To the beginning, yeah. Love it. So with our with our conversation earlier about like was the radio manipulated? Um was this an infection? Like all that with everything being said tonight, like what what do you think, Tuna, Trev, like Rick? Like, is this an infection? Is it an entity? I think it's an entity. I would even say maybe a a demigod or something. So was it like a buried entity or something that was That's what unearthed? I'm thinking. Or or an ancient or... alien, maybe? And but it, it's and some it also... kind of entity that is that was like frozen in the permafrost or some shit. Right. Oh, but what what was the specific question though, Tuna, that you had? Because I felt like I I kept saying I, I think I could answer. Oh, it was because Because the yeah, dog the, rib left. The mm-hmm. dog rib left I think they left on their own because the deer God can only, it took a long time for it to manipulate people on the camp. 
in the camp in general. Yeah, I don't right. think it manipulated them overnight. I think they were superstitious and they they had the old legends and tales in and their the, mind. Right. And since it appears as a literal the temple, kind of set them off or what? Right. Yeah, that yeah. I, th I think the cat. I think set they them saw off. enough in their. I think they saw enough in their superstitions and folklore that they were like, "No, we're out." That's fair. And that's something we didn't touch on in our episode. Ricky brought it up: the folk aspect. We're of touching this. on a lot of stuff. Tonight yeah. that we didn't touch in on yep. an episode, and I, I'm digging it. Yeah, 100% agree. Nice. This movie is fucking dope, man. Yeah, dude, and I, I only recently made the really folk horror connection to this movie, because before I was just like, oh, cosmic as fuck. Yep. But, yeah. I mean, you literally have Native American folklore up in here, and it's oh. front and center, because mm -hmm. whatever this entity is... At the very least, it wants to appear like this folklore, you know? Mm -hmm. God damn. So final thoughts and ratings. I I'm going to go first here, a little bit out of the norm. And you guys Ooh. will know why in a minute. But spicy. Spicy. So Black He's Mountain Side. lowball us with his goddamn ass. So <laughs> Boss Tuna, what does he think overall? It's a slow burn. The first, um, I mean, I don't, how do I say this? It's definitely a product of its budget sure. and its writing. It's a, it, it's, it's kind of a, I don't want to say slog, but the first act does some good things as far as building it up, but it's a little bit slow. It really does pick up and creates a lot of questions. Again, the, I would say the greatest aspect of this film is if you watch it and you talk about it, like we did talk about it with your friends or whatnot, because there's so many, like you guys have been saying, I mean, there's so many different points and perspectives that get brought up with each person watching it. I, I, I the void a lot comes to mind just because of how ambiguous, ambiguous it is. Mm -hmm. um, I will say there, there were some problems that I had Trevor and I, I think are on the same page as far as with the cold aspect that was kind of like irking me a little bit. But again, I am way outside of that realm because of just, I think myself, at least among you guys and a lot of other people, the experience I have in that climate and cold weather and whatnot, I just drives me nuts when movies try to get you into that mindset of, Hey, we can't leave because it's 50 below at night. But then you see people in fucking blue jeans, Walmart shoes, no hats, no gloves, whatnot. Uh, I will say that the, the greatest strength in what I really enjoy about this movie is a conversation. I had, I had a lot more fun talking about it than I did watching it. I will say that the ambiguity of it and the ending was kind of the cherry on the top. But long story short, I, I did enjoy this movie and I am going to watch it again under a, we'll say a different lens because I'm going to bring in some shining vibes and whatnot that we talked about. But mm -hmm. I do think it's a solid film. I'm coming in at a seven out of 10 for Black Mountain Side. Oh, nice. Well, That's yeah, not as low as I thought you were going to come. Thank God. Thank the dear God. Oh, thank dear you for being a friend. Who wants to go next? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'll go we... next. This this is one of my favorite cosmic horror movies, um, because of how because of 
well for one it's just it's good but also because of the different layers and when you really dig into it you can just spend way too much time thinking about the all the different angles that come from each of the layers like is the deer got a, a, a virus a bacteria is it an entity is it a god is it whatever um i think that coupled with the slow progression or regression rather of the characters the way they slowly got crazier and dude like i'm trailing off but like i think this this movie shot beautifully um especially my favorite scene that's just like 10 out of 10 right there in my heart this anyway in my heart this movie's a 10 10 out of 10 if i were gonna be super critical i'd probably do something a little lower but i i just do like i love this movie it's one of my favorite cosmic horrors so yeah 10 out of 10 fuck it all right that's what i'm doing all right to 10 in my heart bro fellow nightclub boy i'm gonna come in and say like when when i first uh started with joe blow we we run the gauntlet and the gauntlet asks you know straight to the point or slow burn and i said slow burn i do love movie like my favorite horror movie of all time is evil dead and that's a straight to the point movie that movie doesn't fuck around with well, shit well after the car ride well, well I, i'm i'm giving you shit bro go on but but like skinner Inc., you know new newer horror film that really fucked with me and touched me um very slow burn the witch slow burn um the shining slow burn i could go on and on with slow burns um i love a slow burn and this yeah the thing this is a slow burn on a on a and i love the the kmart blue light special that tuna said this yeah this movie ain't john carpenter's the thing dude it don't have the same fucking budget it ain't got the the people making the effects but you know what this is an indie effort. And what this right. movie accomplished and like the conversation we're having tonight, I think elevates this movie a lot. And I think I think in our review on the nightclub, I gave this a nine. I think maybe a nine and a half. I don't know. I don't remember. But tonight it's a fucking ten. It's a, a fucking ten. ten. It deserves it, to be watched, man. This is it, just a crazy effort if nothing else like if you're a cinephile in any way like then you owe it to yourself to watch the movie because i think it's a gem of an indie piece this is this is like david bowie on crack it's 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 an artist (laughs) borrowing from a lot of other artists to make a special movie that i think deserves like ricky is saying like you got to watch this if you consider yourself a cinephile yeah you got to watch this movie, watch dude. It. Here's it's what so I'll, good. Here's what I'll say. If, if I'm cheating with my review, given the fact that this was as micro budget, 50 to $100,000. Yeah, this. What the fuck? fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Trevor was watching TikTok. Well. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, though, I mean, given the fact, if I'm going to cheat a little bit and just take into account the fact that that it was such a <laughs> micro budget 50 to 100,000. Yeah, it, it's 
it's a fucking 10. I mean, in that realm of micro, micro budget films, it's a fucking 10. Uh, but I'm going to stand by what I said with my original rating, but I, I do see what you guys sure. both are saying hundred percent. Trevor, what do you think, buddy? All right. Um, so like I said earlier, I really like how many of the scenes were shot and the atmosphere of them. They did a really well job of that. The inconsistencies with like being in freezing cold temperatures was there and it did kind of pull me out of the movie a little bit. Um, because there were other aspects where I, I love, like the info dumps, how these guys are talking about ancient history and the, you know the Mesopotamians and all this other shit. I'm like, all right, for someone who's not well versed in this shit, it sounds like they know what they're talking about. So I enjoyed that, but then some of the acting was just pull me right out of the movie again, you know. Mm. Um, but as I said, I've I've been influenced a lot, and and I really enjoyed the 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 cosmic aspect of it the the mystery behind it and and it answered some questions while it made a bunch more questions to ask mm-hmm. but i like how it kind of left it like that because it mm-hmm. just makes it so much more chaotic and i enjoy it that really aspect feels of the movie fantasmish. yeah it does it does yeah you end up with but, more questions than answers and yeah I, I and that just sometimes that just hits just the right way yeah and and it makes me want a second movie Right, I like. I want more. So, like, it's a good thing, you know. That if you make a movie, you want people to crave another, you know, continuance of your story. So, um, I came in kind of high on this movie at, at an eight point eight, you know, or an eighty eight oh. on the on the fixie scale. Um, yeah. Like I said, I had things that pulled me out of it, but like, okay, I, I mean, I rewatched the movie already, but like, I would watch it again. You know, like I can make it an annual watch. So like the rewatchable is there the way it's shot. uh, Even the second time around watching the movie, uh, it engaged me and and made me want to keep watching. You know, I didn't really get bored watching it, I guess you could say. Um, Like I kind of craved to see the next thing that was going to happen. And then just look for the little details that maybe I didn't catch last time. So, uh, yeah, an an 88 out of 100 um, with room to grow. I guess is what I'll say. Sure. No, I, yeah. I, I, I love that. And, and I'm going to echo what you say, because this is after I watched this, I was like, this is a movie that I need to have my buddies watch with me when we're on our camping trips, because this is that type of movie. When, when we do our camping trips, it's, it's not like we're driving to the local city campground. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere, Canada. Yeah, yeah, this would be so atmospheric. It's yeah. so, so dope in the winter on a camping trip, dude. Yep. Yep. So God I've already decided that I'm going to show this to my buddies and maybe even this winter on our trip, we're going to watch it because it's, yeah, man. It's, tell them, tell them, tell them it's slow, but, but just like, yeah, go just let it, it run. Burst yourself in it. Yep. Yes. Yep. So Boss Tuna, 7 out of 10. Rickles, 10. Tibu, 10. Trevor, 8.8. And that is Black Mountainside. So stay tuned because the Joe Blow Horror Show is going to be coming at you with some episodes here. We have a few more before we're going to hit episode 100. We'll be probably coming at you with some Halloween theme stuff, but make sure you mark your calendar because on Halloween, episode 100 will be dropping. And that I'm is- so excited to do a goddamn Hell top yeah. ten. Yeah, I've been, I've been, yeah, dude, man. I've been fucking studying up. I've been looking at my films. I'm fucking rewatching some movies. I'm trying to figure because I, I, 
spoilers for the listeners, but I feel like I know what my top 10 is, but I don't know the ranking of my top right. 10. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. That's that's I, what I'm struggling. That's what I'm gonna be struggling with the most. If I'm being honest, I can't wait to also, hear everyone's. I cannot yeah. wait, man. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I've got a little idea for a little game to be played as far as that episode and movies that are gonna be in it and our number ones and all that type of stuff. So it, yeah, it'll yeah. be a fun episode. It, it's basically gonna be our end of the year episode, which is by far our most popular episodes. But it's gonna be it's going to be our end of the episode on, 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 on mushrooms. So make sure you stay <laughs> with that. But uh, Mr. Blanchard Fixie's playground, anything upcoming you want to pimp out with that? Um, We dropped that football episode. I'm going to start getting in contact with people about the um, death the row death, debate, I guess, you know, yeah, the death penalty. Episode, um, yeah. I want to, I want to get that one in the works. I've been thinking a lot about it recently. So it's just a matter of compiling all the people that wanted to come. Um, and then after that, I might try to try to branch out to some new people again and try to get a, a good one-on-one episode, kind of an introductory thing, you know. Um, that's that's kind of the Fixies Playground roots, and, and I like to, you know, kind of pay tribute to that a little bit. So oh, yeah. um, keep listening. I'm, I'm going to try to start putting out some more episodes. I'm, I, I need to get to that 100 Club, you know. Yeah, I still need to get back on the show too, man. We we talked mm. about it for a while, but then it just never happened. We're we going to get you there. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, the nightclub, what do you guys got coming up on the slate? Oh, Lord. Uh, Halloween month is our Halloween mm-hmm. havoc. Uh, we do a month-long celebration of what we basically do all year, but we just try to fucking make it fun and special it's a for celebration, Halloween. bitch. Yeah. Five fingers, say to the face, slap. You get slapped with the goddamn <laughs> nightclub. And for our Halloween special, we're going to be uh, covering Trick or Treat, the, yeah. the modern classic anthology film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam won our Boogie Down competition yeah. that we're going to have every March um, in the nightclub Discord. So uh, Sam won the horror icon. So we're going to cover the Trick or Treat film for our Halloween special with Chuddle the Pod. A fellow horror horror movie podcast. Um, that's coming up. We got the Mummy coming out. We got Joyride. We got fucking all kinds of shit. So uh, nightclub, nightclub. Hopefully, nice. you heard the last episode where uh, <laughs> we talked about Clash of the Titans and Travis fell asleep. Yeah, I got <laughs> to. I got my boy. Dude, I got so pie y'all I felt I was like, I'm done with this episode. I'm just you done literally with saying yeah. I'm done with this, y'all. Yeah, yep, yep. My I boy, my boy did the last half of the episode with his eyes closed. Not gonna lie. Yep. Reading notes and everything with his eyes closed. Yep. I, I was so pie y'all. <laughs> All right. Came out good though. Thank you to Trevor Rickles. Tibu, thanks for joining us on episode 96, Black Mountain Side. Stay tuned because we have three more fun Halloween episodes and then we have episode 100. And yeah. just yeah, a little, just a little, um, uh, a little snippet. Stay tuned because in early November, we might have a kind of a Let's just say that I've got something planned that I will be running by Mr. Tibu 
that's going to be relevant of our previous Halloween episodes. So we got a little something extra coming at you after episode 100 before we get into our November slate. So with that, make sure you guys check out Fixie's Playground, The Nightclub. I am Boss Tuna. And I want to say thank you to Trevor, Rickles, and Tibu. Uh, Tibu, anything you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off? Yeah, don't be fucking stuck in the goddamn Ordic North when it, whenever the deer god's fucking coming around. You, you don't want to get fucking caught up there being told you did a good thing. Yeah, also don't run your <laughs> generator all fucking night long when you know you only have one barrel of uh, fuel left for it, so... That's not very smart. Con- um, conserve your petrol. Conserve your petrol. All right, no. folks. With that, I hope it was as good for you. <laughs> I've had better as it was for us. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Mm, that was incredible. Is it good for you? <laughs> I've had better. 